Okay, long time no see. Here we are. I was gonna try to rhyme. I don't know. Good to see you. I don't see you right now, but. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So I was recently asked by someone who said, okay, I have a dilemma. My dilemma is this. I uh, pray the rosary and I pray the chaplet. Uh, I don't have time to pray both, but here's the problem. No, okay, okay, sorry. Before I go any further, what's gonna happen is you're gonna be like, oh, this is not a video that I need to spend any time with because like, I don't have that dilemma. Um, I'm not really into like rosary or chaplet. Like even you said the word chaplet, and I'm kind of like, maybe I know that. Rosary, I've heard of those things. Maybe you don't think this applies to you. I beg to differ. A little backstory for everybody here watching this. There's this prayer called the rosary that is prayed on rosary beads typically. Um, I know I pray it on the natural God-given rosary beads of my two hands. Basically, uh, there are a series of Our Fathers and Hail Marys where you meditate on the life of Jesus. There's this other prayer called the Chaplet of Divine Mercy that was given to a woman named St. Faustina Kowalska um, not too long ago at, by Jesus at, in, in, a, in a private revelation. And there are some promises associated with it, with the praying of the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, where you're asking the Lord to have mercy on us and on the whole world. Um, both prayers are pretty phenomenal. Um, the, and this person who was asking me the question said, which one do I do? I don't have time to pray both. Because this person was saying, okay, again, here's their tension. And I experienced the tension. I totally understand this. Because the Chaplet of Divine Mercy is probably one of the most powerful ways we can extend the sacrifice of the Mass into the world. What I mean by that is, what is the Mass? The Mass is the offering of the, it's, it's the great sacrifice of Jesus to the Father. I mean, it is the once for all sacrifice of Jesus Christ to the Father for the salvation of the world and the glorification of the Father. The chaplet is essentially an extension of that into your day, into the rest of the world, where we pray what? We pray, Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. We're basically uniting our hearts and our prayers to the, the, the sacrifice of the Mass, to Calvary. It's, it's pretty phenomenal. Not only that, but this person who asked me the question also said, you know, that Jesus, in this private revelation, made a couple promises. Actually, there's at least 14 promises to Faustina, St. Faustina for those who pray the Chapel of Divine Mercy. We can link, give you a link to those promises in the notes below, but they're pretty amazing as well. Like, if hardened sinners pray this, I will stand between them and my Father at the moment of their death. Um, uh, if if uh, lukewarm souls pray this, their hearts will become on fire with the love of God. I mean, just, it's, if you say this in the hour of death, like, Here's Jesus who's just, my mercy is yours, and my mercy is yours. It's so incredible. So a lot of promises associated with the chaplet. Really incredible. Pause on this one. Also, this isn't superstitious stuff. This isn't like, um, it's a mechanical thing. Like, if you press the right buttons at the right time, I will give you the money out of the ATM. God is not an ATM, um, but, he is, but he is faithful. And when God promises, uh, he always, always keeps his promises. And so if someone just like says the words of the chaplet, like, is God promising that I'll do whatever you ask? Or would, A, he didn't promise to do whatever he asked. And B, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a relationship. Here's the promise of the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, to, uh, to the people he loves, right? So that we have this recognition that, um, that this isn't about mechanics. This is about faithfulness. It's about relationship. Okay, back to our show. So the chaplet's pretty stinking awesome. On the other hand, so is the rosary. In fact, um, I cannot think of one saint who ever lived who did not have a devotion to the rosary. Um, secondly, 
What is the rosary? It is an expression of our love and affection for the mom that was given to us by Jesus himself from the cross. Number three, um, the rosary is a constant way to meditate on the life of Jesus, on the gospel um, during the course of your day, right? So like this depth of prayer, we pray like the five, jo jo <laughs> the five joyful mysteries or the sorrowful mysteries, the glorious mysteries, the luminous mysteries. All these are scenes from Christ's life that we get to like enter into and some depth when we pray the rosary. Lastly, oh my gosh, you've probably heard of the Marian apparitions. So times over the course of the last 2000 years where Mary has appeared to uh, give a message to the world. This is very interesting. If Mary's appeared, that means that God has sent her because she's not God. She's not, she doesn't act on her own. She would only appear if God himself said, I want you to appear to these people to give my message to them. So it's not Mary's message. It is God's message through this apparition of Mary to the world. And in so many, probably not all, but in so many of these apparitions, Mary has said pretty much the same things. She has said, we need you to, to repent, God calling you to, to repent, um, to uh, fast, to do penance, and to pray the rosary. <laughs> so here is the dilemma. There's all these incredible promises of Jesus to St. Faustina and anyone who prays the Chapel of Divine Mercy. It's a great way to extend the sacrifice of the Mass to the world. Here is the rosary, which is <laughs> a tried and true, pretty phenomenal prayer that God himself seems to, in the apparitions at least, have endorsed through this, uh, through the message of, of Our Lady. Um, so what do I do? She was saying, this person was saying, and they asked me, they said, um, well, because the rosary, you know, takes the amount of time, this amount of time, 20 minutes or so, and the chaplet, you've done a lot faster because it's kind of a shorter prayer. My answer is the answer of the Taco Bell girl. Why not both? Like really what it comes down to it is why not both? Uh, here, here's the interesting thing. I think this is interesting at least, is that a lot of times we limit ourselves. We limit ourselves by thinking like, I can only do this or I can do that. Um, and that sometimes is actually the absolute truth. And some days that's going to be the absolute truth for you, for me. Um, I can't pray both the rosary and the chaplet on any given day. But here's the thing. You don't have to. You don't have to do them both every single day. You don't even have to do one of them every single day. But why not have a love for and a devotion to and a consistency with both of them? Because they're both gifts that God has given to every single Christian. This is incredible. It's like, it's like, well, some people are called to pray the rosary and some people are called to pray the chapel and some people are called to pray, you know, Lexio Divina, whatever. It's like, no, these are all the tools, all the gifts that God has given to all of his kids, to everyone that he loves. That means I don't care if you're Catholic or not Catholic. I don't care if you, uh, you know, whatever classification you give yourself. These are the tools. These are the prayers. These are the gifts that God has said. I associate my promises with these. I am there. I want you to, to, to pray these prayers because through them, through your encounter with me, I'm going to change your heart and I'll be glorified and the world will be sanctified. Like that, it's kind of a big deal. So again, why not both? Um, now, a couple quick things at the end here. Um, someone would say, why not both? Oh yeah, Father, because that's easy for you because like praying is your job. And I'd say, aha, no, not exactly. Uh, what we need to do though is we need to pray like it's our job. Um, see what I did there? What do you mean? What I mean is when you have a job to do, you show up on time. When you have a job to do, you show up and do the job that you're being asked to do or the job of the moment. You don't necessarily necessarily do the same thing every single day. 
but you do show up consistently. You do, you do show up every day. You don't necessarily do the same thing every single day. We don't necessarily need to place ourselves in these positions where it's all or nothing. There's freedom in Christ and there's freedom when it comes to prayer. And so um, I would say pray like it's your job. The last thing is this, um, the temptation in all of this. The temptation in, in um, okay, I pray the rosary, I pray the, chap I pray the chaplet, there's promises here. The temptation is to make it a little too mechanical, to make it too superstitious, or to kind of have it like it's a checkbox, uh, check, checkbox, checks box, checks, it's cereal. It's fine to check the box. Why? Because again, when you pray like it's your job, you show up sometimes, you punch the card. Okay. But that's not the heart of prayer. The heart of prayer is this is leading you into communion with God himself. This is leading you into contact with God himself. So we pray the chaplet and we're not just saying words. This isn't a superstition. Again, it's not magic. It is, I am praying these words of eternal father. I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this right now. We're praying the rosary. Again, the point is not just to get through all, you know, five decades. The point is to be able to meditate on the scenes from the life of Christ, to get to know him better, to become more like him that the goal of prayer is God himself, not just checking the box. So because of all of that, um, if you one day say, I'm gonna pray the chaplet and I'm gonna pray it, I'm gonna offer up the sacrifice of the Son to the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit, do it, so good, what a gift. And the other day you say, I'm gonna pray the rosary and I'm gonna just enter into this you know, reflection and meditation on the life of Christ. Like, please do it, so good. There's the chaplet, there's the rosary, they're both gifts. Some days you can do both. Some days you could do something else. Some days you just do one. It doesn't matter because they're just the gifts that your father who loves you has given to you. So show up and pray like it's your job with the tools, with the blessings, with the gifts that God has given. That's what I think. Anyways, my name is Father Mike Schmitz. This is Essential Presents and God bless.